Hello everyone, welcome to episode 10 of The Body Mechanic. Uh, today's episode uh, is just going to be about uh, the mind and injury and uh, and how I got through uh, some of my hardest injuries and um, hardest times uh, mentally going through these injuries and missing out on a lot of stuff when I was younger. Um, so uh, throughout, throughout I played basketball until I was 23 years old um, I still coach now and I still referee now um, but when I was playing I would die for the ball and I was I had the nickname that I was accident prone because I would injure myself all the time um, and now with all the knowledge I have now my body wasn't conditioned enough and wasn't fit enough um, to constantly do the work that I was doing um, and it wasn't conditioned for basketball as much as what it should be uh, and I did overtrain quite a bit. So what that led to was a broken leg, a broken ankle, um, corkies, things like that. But my biggest, uh, my biggest ones were later on in life when I was 16. I had a a, a complete my first complete shoulder reconstruction when I was 16 years old. Um, and it wasn't even sports based um, the, the way that I, I did my shoulders I was hunting for Easter eggs and I landed on my shoulder and tore my rotator cuff and it just really shows how much conditioning you do need like my body was fatigued it was an Easter egg hunt you know it was not even I had finished training that morning for basketball going to my, my cousin's house and um, yeah tripped in a ditch and bang did my shoulder and you know it's the little things like that that just really show and really speak that you know the conditions of your body can really play up not just when you're playing sport or not just when you're doing physical activity or at the gym or exercise it could be you just reaching out and getting a, a cup of water or carrying a, a a tray of of food you know to the dinner table you know that's when injury can strike you and it's because of the fatigue because the body and the muscles that you need it to work aren't conditioned enough and haven't been trained enough to to constantly do what they do or there's muscles in your body that are not doing their job and the smaller muscles are overworked because they are doing the jobs of the muscles that aren't activated not doing anything and that comes with tightness in the body and when a, when a muscle is tight it's not going to work because if you can imagine uh, squeezing uh, your your bicep so like flexing your bicep your upper arm uh, muscle if you're squeezing it and they're saying right now squeeze it more do more work I need you I need you to lift more it's not going to do it it's at its full capacity and so this is where I'm all about rehab and and loosening the tight muscles and strengthening up the weak ones so we have that real good harmony in the body and every muscle's doing their job and not just chilling there and not doing anything so anyway did my right shoulder a doc told me surgeon told me I was going to be out for six months so this is basketball was my life back then basketball was playing ref and coaching every single day I would be doing some sort of training for it so it was like bang nut, nothing for six months um, and then see how you go from there you know physio and and the rehab and things like that so I was 16 obviously wasn't driving uh, didn't didn't really have well, what was I? I was in year 10 so I was going to school I was in a sling um, 
So catching the bus every day to and from school, people wouldn't care. They'd knock me, do all that stuff and whatever. The Once I actually got the surgery and the rehab after the recovery of the sling, so six weeks in a sling and then the rest of the time it was very slow recovery and, and movements and things like that. And I'm sure everyone has been through the make sure you do your exercises because otherwise it's not going to be strong enough after. And I'm sure most of us that have had an injury have been told that and we've we've not done it or we haven't done it every day or we haven't done it as much as what we've been told to do it. And I am I'm a culprit of this. I have not um, in the past. I haven't done what I've meant to be doing to my body to help it heal better and to help it heal stronger than what it was before, so it wouldn't happen again. And so that was my first shoulder Rico. The second one came two years later and that was my left shoulder and I was being really silly in the gym and I had a massive ego and I just did my three rep max on my back squats and I thought I want to do these for my thrusters as well. And I was I was so solid back then and, so, and had such a, a large structure. So I was lifting heavy weights. I was going, I think, 110 back squats maybe 115 kilo back squats on three rep so that was my max out and then i decided to go 60 to 62 and a half kilo load three rep max funnily enough i was doing video feedback for myself so i was recording all this and i should have stopped after my first rep my body was just fatigued my body was just like I don't want to do another rep. I'm done. It was my second or third workout for the day as well. So my body was just like, what are you doing? So I did my first squat. My my The the first bit of the, uh, of the thruster was a front squat. And I did my front squat and then my form was just disgusting. But I proceeded to do a second rep. So I did the press and whatever in the first rep. The second rep, I got down. And you get the power from your legs in a thruster and you're supposed to follow through with your arms. And I got stuck halfway up from pushing the weight. And instead of me dropping the weight, I decided to say, nah, I'm doing this. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking do it. I'm gonna get there, I'm gonna get there, I'm gonna get there. And I ended up pushing too much. My body just goes, nah, stuff you, you haven't listened to me. You're not doing what I'm telling you. The um the Golgi spindle and uh, sorry, Golgi tendon and the muscle spindle are like the work health and safety cells of of the body in the muscles that say no more and and you'll you'll find that you know if you're reaching really far back to get a footy or to get a tennis ball or whatever cricket and you're reaching back and you just can't reach back anymore that's your muscle uh your muscle spindle and your golgi tendon going that's it no more and if you do we're gonna we're gonna injure ourselves so obviously I didn't listen to my muscle tendon and my goal, my muscle spindle and my Golgi tendon that day. And I ended up having a 62 and a half kilo load come straight on top of me, dislocated my shoulder. So uh, my shoulder came out forward, threw the weights down, shoulder went back in, so it subluxed, subluxated, um, and it bloody hurt. Anyway, I found out I tore my pec minor and I tore everything at the front of my shoulder. Had to get a shoulder reco on my left side. Um, when I did this shoulder reco, it was just sh purely saying my upper body was not strong enough to do what I was doing. And it was completely fatigued. I should have listened to my body and I didn't. Uh, lesson learned, this time around I was driving 
Um, I just gotten my license. I think I just got my P's when I got it. So I was driving. So I was I was bound to not driving anymore. And it's like, geez, this kid, eighteen year old kid, has just gotten their their uh, their license, their P's. You know, has a car and can't go anywhere. And it's like, you know, the time where you explore, you're out of high school, you're in uni, you're, you know, you're exploring the world and then, nah, can't do it. And so that that was actually mentally really hard for me. And instead of me, like, I still went to basketball and everything, had to get a lift and for for everything. I'm still fully committed to going to all the trainings and, and everything like that for, for basketball and coaching, all that jazz. And... My rehab was a little bit better than what I did in my first time on my right shoulder because I knew what I had to do. I'm like, yep, fine. The only thing was when I was, uh, I used to play drums, and my surgeon goes, don't play drums, don't do anything that you do over or above your head because you'll tear the repair. And I thought, nah, you know what, stuff it. I know better. Bang, started playing drums. Um, and I played rock, rock genre drums and just going absolutely crazy on it. But it made me feel better mentally and, and physically, you know. Even though I had a sore shoulder after it, I needed something. Um, so that rehab, so I would really have my shoulder strapped for every other game that I played after that because mentally I had not made the connection from my brain to my shoulder going, okay, this is what we're doing. We're rehabbing it. We're getting it better. We're going we're gonna to do this properly. And obviously I was very uneducated at the time about the consequences and the... And the you know, the realisations that I would have later on in life going, well, you know, when I'm, when I'm 30, 40, 50 years old, am I going to have shoulder problems? I, you don't think like that when you're that young, you know, you just, you're happy-go-lucky and you just go for it. And so I got back into basketball, my shoulder was always strapped, um, it never felt strong. It always felt like it needed the support of the tape, and that was pro- partly mental, um, as well as physical, but more than mental. Like, shit, if I don't have my tape on, I could fuck my shoulder again. That was what was going through my head. And so my restrictions started then in the way that I played basketball because, you know, I'd always go for the ball and everything, but there was a little bit of hesitation in some of the games because I didn't want to be out again because uh, I had been out for injury so many times not just with my shoulders but with my broken ankle my broken leg you know anything like black eyes concussion uh, multiple times as well so I was out for a lot of games and a lot of trainings as well even though I worked my butt off so the third time I so uh, before I go for the third time the the way that I rehabbed my right shoulder the first time and my left shoulder the second time around when I had a shoulder reco. By the way, same surgeon. though He was great. Um, I didn't really change the way that I rehabbed. I might have done the exercise a few more times. I might have been training a little bit more um, in terms of basketball and practicing on my right hand and practicing shooting, dribbling and things like that when I was in my sling and not able to do many things with my left left hand, left shoulder and things like that um, but really, it didn't really do much different and again it was a two year stint and in two years obviously I didn't learn my lesson um, about strengthening up the, the muscles and the part of my body that had gone under some major surgery 
and uh, didn't really acknowledge how serious it actually was until obviously when I learnt about it more and going well you know and actually learnt about the shoulder region which is why I love upper, um, upper back neck and shoulders so much because they're so interconnected and I've I've had to study it a quadrillion times because of what I've been through and I'm so interested I was so interested and eager to learn about that part because then I could further help my body and then further help others so I learned a lot about the shoulder region upper neck back um, region as well the third time I did my shoulder was when I I was riding my bike home from work and a car came speeding down the side street got hit by the car um, I broke my um, C4 C3 or C4 in my neck. I was a centimeter away from having spinal surgery, so I came out very lucky. I severely bruised my hip. Um, I um, also completely tore everything in my left shoulder because I landed out straight and flat. Um, so I'm sorry. The that's Siri thinking that I'm talking to her. Um, so what happened was. I had tore the repair from the from the, year, the years previous for my left shoulder reco. I tore that, but I also still tore everything posteriorly. So I tore everything on the back of my shoulder as well. So my shoulder joint never had any like stability. I also had severe nerve damage to the point where I couldn't feel my whole left. So if you can imagine your whole left upper back side, so where your shoulder blade is, up into the middle of your back and to your spine, I had no feeling around there at all. I had severed all my nerves in that in that in that trauma in that fall. Could not feel anything. If someone would tap me on the back on that side, I wouldn't feel it. They'd have to tap me on the other side. Um, and this was when I was starting to learn more about how the body heals itself and how all every single cell in your body regenerates and everything like that and and that certain foods can help certain parts of the body so i was very much into well you know i was very much in that alternative uh transitioning into that alternative side of things um about the mind and the body and connection and then what you feed it and then how you can help your body heal itself if you fuel it with the right things and you give it the correct foods and give it the correct exercise and everything, it will do everything tenfold for you. It will it will be immaculate for you. It will be amazing for you. So at this stage, what I did was I'll go, well, okay, nerve damage, everything. Um, I was a TAC claim. My surgeon that did my other two recos didn't want to do it because a TAC claim, which is like some, I don't know, I don't know, some technical thing. So I had to find another surgeon. Found another surgeon after I got denied once because the nerves were too um, it was too delicate the surgery was too delicate for one surgeon he didn't want to do it so I saw another one and he gave me reassurance like yep this is what we're going to do we're going to reattach everything and like you know sew everything up together and whatever so we went through the surgery before the surgery it was either before the surgery or just after the surgery I told myself I am not going to stop living I am not going to just sit on my ass like I did the other two Ricos and only do a little bit of things I'm going to fully rehab my body and I'm going to be able to lift things above my head again and I'm never ever going to sit in an office job because office jobs is not for me, it's for some people which is awesome but not, not for me um, the reason the office job and the lifting things above my head, I got told by my surgeon that I would never be able to do any more PT 
any more physical activity um, that does things above my head and I would never be able to do any manual labor and I thought that's a load of crap that that is that is silly and this is when I was discovering and I read um, you are the placebo by uh, dr. Joe Uh, dispenser and how the body can heal itself through the power of thought so I started exploring all those books the biology of the belief uh, by dr. Bruce Lipton and how cells change with environment and with the mind so I was getting all this influx of all this amazing information about how my I can choose how my body heals and I can choose how my body is going to react to surgery and things like that so I chose not to take his advice and and for anyone else going in for for surgery or procedures um what you know your body the best you live inside your body and that's what I say to everyone you need to listen to your body yes someone of authority like a doctor or surgeon does know a lot about the body but that doesn't necessarily mean they know a lot about your body and your mindset and how you are going to how how you are going to be healed within yourself so if you have a strong connection with your mind and your body listen to your body first and if what professionals say resonates with what you believe what your body believes then then stick with them and listen to them but if they go completely against your belief right there's there's and there's alarm bells think again and that's the other thing is that not a lot of people have a have a lot of belief around what they what they have what is health for them what is the belief of health if belief of health is i'm alive and healthy and i can work well then brilliant but need you need to find your belief of what health is because that will solidify and make sure that when you go to a doctor or surgeon that if they say you got something completely different right that it's not going to hinder you and it's not that they're wrong it's it's within their capacity as a professional as to what you have and there there is a an, an an abundance of of docos on this and there's 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 a lot of stuff that doctors because everybody is so different and they're working on a a specialized thing or generic thing the mind and the environment make up your cells in your body so it's it's a very touchy subject but if you know within yourself what you need to do for your body and that takes a lot of patience and it takes a lot from you to just go you know what i'm just going to sit here i'm going to work out what my body's doing and i'm going to actually go all right this is how we're going to do it this is how we're going to rebuild it um i really encourage you to listen to dr joe dispenser's story about how he um he was wheelchair bound and go and listen to his story or go read it online you'll find it and how he healed himself and how he he did it through meditation he did it through visualization uh and he he actually rebuilt his spine through his mind and that's how he's standing and walking today and it's fantastic you know and that's you know that gives you know a glimmer of hope to everyone that thinks that there or there might be an alternative there is an alternative so when i was exploring all this stuff i thought well stuff this i'm going to do this too and this was when i realized as well for me for myself my body hated medication it didn't like it it felt worse rather than it felt better it felt worse rather than it felt better when i was on medication so i just went i 
I think I was, I think I obviously went on morphine or something like that straight after surgery or endone or something. But after that, I'm very, very hesitant for myself and my body to uh, have any any other medication go through my body. And there's a whole lot of other stories, but, you know, that's, that's one of them. Um, so the third time I made a promise to myself that I'm going to do this properly. Every day, I would wake up at 5 a.m., I would get a bus to the city, I would get a train to Richmond, I'd meet my best mate and we'd go to the gym and I would do leg day and it was the funny joke thing that I'm doing leg day every day because that's all I could do but I was doing something and I couldn't drive so I would normally I just ended up walking everywhere so I'm talking I would be walking 15 to 20 k's a day I would catch public transport occasionally I'd catch a cab or, or an uber but most of the time I was walking and I made a, a deal with myself that I would every day I would have to go to someone's work that I knew, a friend's work or my parents' work or wherever, wherever anyone that I knew is working and I would meet up with them for at least a coffee and sometimes lunch during the day. So every one of my days had a purpose and in that state when you are injured and you can very easily slip into feeling sorry for yourself and not having enough and not being like oh I'm useless I've only got one arm I can't really do much it's like well no because your presence and you actually getting out there and going for walks and messaging people saying I want to catch up with you let's meet up and they go oh do you need a lift so no no no, I'll get the bus or I'll walk it'll be fine you know that kind of thing and and I tell you what uh my my surgeon so when I was doing all that my surgeon at the start told me it would take 13 months to recover from this whole surgery like uh, shoulder because it was such a big surgery so not six months 13 months and with the rehab I was doing with stimulating my mind with people and interacting with people and connecting and networking and also the the training and my routine keeping to my routine was pinnacle it was such an important part I got back to everything back to normal and this includes me staying remaining as a personal trainer and a rehab trainer at this stage and me also remaining as someone who can be who can do weights above their head and prove it and show the doctor that I've got full range of motion in both my shoulders exactly the same after nine months so I cut off four months off my rehab and I am absolutely convinced it is because of my mindset and it is because I've made myself a promise and I did not take anyone else's beliefs or what they said I went through what I said and that I'm gonna stick to that and that my friends is the most powerful thing you ever have is the deals and the and the goals and the aspirations and the 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 things that you make up in your mind is the strongest thing you'll ever have absolute strongest and that's if you have the full belief and full purpose that this is what you're meant to be doing and you don't let anyone else hinder it you don't need to let anyone else stop it you don't let anyone else worry you with their worry or with their panic or with their stress it's you and your mind deciding what your body needs to do and your body working in unison with it 
Uh, that is the strongest thing that anyone in this world has. Any human in this world has is the power of decision and sticking to the decision. So I hope this has been some. Uh, I hope I've said sh- shed some light on people that are going through uh, recovery or trauma or anything to do with their bodies and how to reconnect the mind to the body and really rehab that side of things because I think connecting the mind to the body and the body to the mind is the most important thing you'll ever do for yourself and it takes a lot of quiet time and a lot of self time but it is so worth it you spend your whole life with you you spend your whole life inside your body you need to know your mind and your body the absolute best before your partner before your dogs before your family before anyone else you need to know yourself all right I hope that was of use to you. We'll see you in the next episode.